Welcome to the most nutritious hour of business talk all week. This is Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best-run businesses run SAP. Your host and moderator is Bonnie D. Graham. You'll hear from the innovators who have learned to use game-changing technologies to shake up the status quo and help move today's businesses in new directions. Now, here's Bonnie D. Graham. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you want to run with the Game Changers, we are running, sitting, standing, talking, walking with more than 20,000 game changers here at SAP Sapphire Now 2017 at the Orlando Conference Center in Orlando, Florida. I haven't seen much of Orlando, but I'm seeing the world through the eyes of Sapphire. We are here to learn about innovation, about digital transformation, about intelligent enterprises, about disruption. You name it, we're covering it here at Sapphire 2017. We're going to talk today about what's making the C-suite excited to go to work every day. I know sometimes we talk about what's keeping them awake at night. We're going to put a smile on the C-Suite's face with our discussion right now. I have a quote from the wonderful Steve Jobs, and I have to tell you a little story. The day we launched Coffee Break with Game Changers was October 5th, 2011. How do I remember that? Because about two hours after we finished the very first show, I have no idea what we talked about, the news broke that Steve Jobs had passed away. So very near and dear to my heart that he is in our memory, so I always remember Steve Jobs' last day with us. And so I have a beautiful quote from him, and beautiful is something I want you to keep in mind for this episode. Design is not just what it looks like and feels like. Design is how it works. There are so many elements in that quote. And there's a reason we picked a quote from Steve Jobs. And I'll tell you why in a second. So we're going to talk about a delightful user experience for the enterprise. You might not think those words go together, but we're going to tell you it's possible. So first up, I'd like to introduce my first special guest, Rick Knowles, GM, Apple Partnership SAP. Rick, you've been on Game Changers before. And now you're here in person. How are you? It's great to be here. Thank you for great having to me have back. You here? We're in live in person. And unbelievable. Face, face, I know radio, video. Do you know? In the past two and a half days, we've gotten. I think we're up to almost five thousand views of the. Who knew people wanted to watch radio? I just didn't get it. But here we are. There you go. So very happy to have Thank you. And you. next to you, my pleasure is Carrie Ingebrigtsen. Enter. I got it right. Enterprise architect from Cargill Inc. Let's do a virtual fist bump here. Fist, there we gotcha. Go. We got fist bump. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much, Carrie. Pleasure to have you. And Thanks. you're going to tell us all about your company and your partnership with Apple and SAP and about the world, world of delightful user experience. And down in the south end there, I'm going to introduce our third panelist. He is Hans von Waghauser. Great. Oh, Absolutely my, great. I did it. We got another one. That's Aegeus. Awesome. His company is A-G-E-A-S-B-V, Regional Director of Business Development of Asia. Hans, welcome so much. And Carrie and Rick, of course, great to see you. So we have a very interesting topic, delightful user experience. A lot of people would say, Rick Knowles, not possible. Oh, not possible in the but enterprise. It, but, it, but it is possible. It is the new, enterprise is the new black. And today, what I would really like to focus on is what about that C-suite? It's about their people. It's, yeah. This is all about the people. It's all about the employees. And what a better topic. Let's talk insurance and truckers. Oh, wait a minute. We already had trouble putting design, use, delightful user experience and enterprise in the same sentence. Now you're telling me truckers and insurance? Truckers and insurance. Why, right. can I, why can't we not have great design for a trucker? And what about people that work in the insurance industry? 
I mean, not you would think these are not related topics, but they go together beautifully. And we've got a great story to tell. We have two fantastic customers to actually talk about the partnership that SAP cemented with Apple last year. And last year we were talking about it, but this year we're talking about things that we've actually completed or have achieved. So um, it's great to have our our clients here. I don't know where you would want to go, but I, I well, pers- gotta, personally, I like truckers because I come from a trucking family, yes. uh, the Knowles Trucking Lineup in South Carolina. So really? I, I think um, I think Cargill's story is so unique. And what what's amazing is we're talking about using the same core software development kit, but solving very distinct and unique problems for different groups of people, as mm-hmm. Steve Jobs said, how it feels for that person in two completely different industries, but yet using the same core software development kit that we developed with Apple and and actually launched on March 30th. So I don't know where you want to go, but I want to talk trucking first. I want to talk to Carrie. Why are the insurers always in the second place? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Well, you could just say we're trucking on the topic, so we'll get there. Hans, I apologize. I'm from the South. I (laughs) always begin With with the ladies. There we go. I forgive you now. (laughs) Carrie, <laughs> Carrie, welcome again. And Carrie, I'd love for you to tell us, Cargill, what do you do? How long has the company be, been around? When did you join? And what is this Rick is talking about? You want to talk about truckers or insurance? Uh, well, I am going to be talking about the truckers. Oh, okay. Let's yeah. do, oh, so talk to us. Um, yeah, so Cargill is uh, a company that's been around for over 150 years. It's a privately held company based uh, home office out of Minnesota. However, we are in 70 different countries. We have 150,000 employees worldwide. Worldwide. Uh, we work in a lot of industries, but major focus around agriculture, food, mm-hmm. uh, finance, risk management, and industrial products. We serve everything from farmers all the way up to big producers and consumers of different um, products that are out there in the industry around the food. And area. products need to be trucked somewhere. They Absolutely. need to be, am I right on the right track, Rick? And yes. transported. So you're, now we have introduced the reason for truckers. So yes. talk to me about delightful user experience for truckers. Absolutely. So So um, we were actually doing some design thinking sessions, trying to find ways to make it easier for actually our shipping clerks to provide services for these truckers as they're coming in. They need to be checked in. We need to be able to tell them where to pick up their loads, where they need to go on the plant. But we need to do that in a way where we are keeping them safe. And you can imagine every time a truck driver gets out of their cab, they are now exposed to a myriad of different potential risks at a plant. Mm -hmm. Um, So as we were working with those shipping clerks, we started asking ourselves you know, where is a shipping clerk getting that information from? Well, they're getting them from these drivers that are coming in. Should they really even be getting out of their truck to give us that information? Mm-hmm. How can we keep them in their cab, keep them safe, but then make their experience way more productive and more delightful? So that's where we ended up talking about, hey, how can we create a native application that we could give them on their personal device um, so they can stay there in their truck? And personal device, something they use, something they know, something they're comfortable with, something that is part of the fabric of their life, their lifestyle, right? So what does it do? What does the app do? Um, The application allows them to, once they're within 25 miles, we have geofencing set up. So we don't want a truck driver to check on and say, hey, I'm like 10 days away. I'm going to check in now. We want to make sure they're checking in within a reasonable time frame. Um, But once they're within 25 miles of the plant, they're allowed to take the delivery number that they get from their dispatch um, they, and they can then find their load um, and provide some basic information that they have to provide every time they show up. And then they check them in automatically behind the scenes. 
that information gets checked in all the way to their back end systems. And so now our shipping clerks have that information. Um, and eventually in the next version of the app, then we'll be able to, we're hoping to get to a point where we can actually then tell them, hey, just go directly to this docking station to pick up your load. Um, there are some uh, things we will need to change around the plant before we can do that. Uh, um, safety is a big thing for Cargill, mm-hmm. but also is food security. Yes. And so we have a lot of processes to make sure that those trucks are clean. Those trucks are, you know, in a spot where we feel comfortable loading uh, whatever it is that we're putting in there. And so we have to fairly strict guidelines from a quality standpoint around how we seal those trucks to validate mm-hmm. they really are where we said they are. So we're going to need to look into how we can make that process a little more efficient. But the idea is when we're all done, then they will be eventually be able to go right to that dock. Yeah. Thank you. Good overview. I want to go to I'm Hans s- next. Well, hold on. I'm oh. sorry to interrupt, but yes. you know, she's missing part of the best part of the story. Well, what is it? Isn't it, wasn't it, come on, seriously, wasn't it better to have all the truckers show up at the plant at the random times uh, and, all, yeah. all, and, and park the truck trucks out on you know the path all get out of the truck go into dispatch office stand in queue get some coffee spend a couple of hours if they're over a certain time period charge cargill some extra money yeah and and then let alone having to figure out how to facilitate where to go in the plant you forgot that 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 networking session that the truckers really like was um, also kind of an important variable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, today, one of the things that uh, the application will tell them is what is the busy time at the plant. Okay. Um, and so yeah. it'll let them know, hey, you know, I'm going to arrive at noon, but that's when the plant is most busy. Maybe I don't want to come at noon. Maybe I'll choose to maybe come a little later in the day. Maybe I'll pick up a different load for somebody else beforehand. And it does provide them some information so they can maybe make a better choice about how they can schedule their day. Okay. I'm going to... Uh, go to Hans, but I'm going to come back to you, Carrie, and I'm going to ask you things like, how did you know how to create this? What the elements of the app were? How did you know what would be a delightful user experience? Did you talk to truckers? Did you talk to dispatchers? Did you talk to plant managers? Did you talk to people with that 25,000 truckers waiting online, jamming up the parking lot, and nobody could get anything done? So we'll talk about that next, but I I can't forget Hans. He's sitting there so patiently. So Hans, welcome again. And Hans, Aegeas, A-G-E-A-S-B-V. I'd love to know what your company does, where you're based, how long you've been with them. Let's start there. Well, Bonnie, we do insurance, and we are based in Belgium since 190 years, and we do insurance in Europe and in Asia. And I'm in Asia and Hong Kong building insurance companies. I do that now for around 20 years in different places and love my job. Okay, so now we have to talk about insurance and delightful user experience, and that is a really tough sell to me because not too many people are happy about insurance. I'm sorry, you no matter aren't. what they're doing. Am I, am I Wait right? Wait a second. You're not happy about uh, it until you need it. Until you need it. Until <laughs> right. you need it. But most of the time I don't. So I want to find out from Hans. So Hans, what do we consider a delightful user experience, and how are you okay. doing it? Well, l- let's start with something very easy. Isn't sure. it frustrating that in our corporate environments, actually, we are using applications that look so far worse than anything we have in our pockets all the day and mm-hmm. our mobile phone is providing us with? So what we were looking for is actually not only using the big set of data that we are building on our SAP systems, but also creating that kind of experience for our salespeople because they have to face our customers and we want to be them to be happy when they're doing that and mm-hmm. we want to provide them with the right tools that they not only enjoy using but that they also help in selling in a better way and 
Well, a, a good salesperson will sit in front of you and will convince you that you have to buy insurance right. and will even make you happy. And how is he doing that? He will look at you and think, wow, Bonnie might uh, actually need this or this or this. And then he will ask you a few questions. Yes. And then he will actually tap into that and decide, well, this is more or less what you will need. Mm -hmm. And that makes you more or less happy. <laughs> Let's leave that an open question. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> continue. And we want to take that more or less out of the equation. So oh. we want to provide that salesperson with the right data and the right intelligence, actually, that we can provide from our corporate data to make a pitch that will make you really happy and not question anymore why you need insurance, but say, that guy got me there where I needed to be. That's what we use the app for as well. So it's about giving the right experience to a young sales force in a very new company. It's actually in the Philippines. It's a, a completely new company and they start from scratch. So how do we motivate them and show them that they're going to do their work in a completely different way from all those insurance companies before and build such an intelligent uh, application for them that he can actually do that in a much better way than before. It sounds like you've got some empathy built in there for the customer, but I have a question for you, Hans. It sounds to me like we're talking about a delightful user experience at two levels. One is the salesperson who has to use the tool, which might have been laborious and intensive and confusing uh -huh. before, yeah. so you're making their life easier, more efficient, and making them like coming to work better. And for the customer who might get a more refined product offered to them... Bonnie, I yes. give them a tool that they will start up they will power it up when they wake up because they want to see what is the business i've closed so far they ah. want to see what is the work i'm going to do today which customers am i going to face today what are my tasks today that's the kind of app that i will deliver to them so they wake up with it they go to bed with it they will use it the whole day the customer will use it together with them. Because if you are, you are sitting behind your laptop. Can you imagine that I was the customer and that you were going to ask me questions? Mm -hmm. How does that feel? That doesn't feel like really that we are interacting. Eh? You are doing something and then you are typing something there. Right. When you use a tablet, you are going to sit both together to mm -hmm. fill out those things on that tablet. It's a far more interactive thing. You can even give it to your customer and say, you do it for me and then see what happens. That customer gets involved and really starts being interested in what's happening there. And then it's a process that you do together. And that's co something completely different from a sales perspective. Revolutionary or evolutionary, Hans? No, it's evolutionary because I let's like let's that. not call revolution uh, yes. on a tablet eh? Ev but, <laughs> but, but but i will have to go back and say because this since this is about experience and it's about bringing these types of applications to life mm -hmm. the the beauty of the the design and experience is that instead of starting at the core in an it shop trying to figure out how to push something mm -hmm. out mm. to the field or to a trucker or to a salesperson it, using the apple and the sap partnership it is about empathy. It's actually mm -hmm. inverting the whole process and actually starting with the user. It's actually starting with the truckers. It's actually yes. starting with the sales reps. Mm. Get the management out of the room and say, what does the trucker need to do their, their, their job better or the, or the shipping clerk or the dispatch clerk or, or the salesperson? So I think what's interesting, you asked 
Carrie, a really cool question. I did. Did you actually pull truckers together? Yeah, that's what we're going to go to next. Did we really have empathy? Mm -hmm. Did we pull truckers together, or did we think we know what they need and just shove it out to them? Carrie, tell us. No, we absolutely needed to talk to the truckers. It was paramount. And in fact, um, as part of the early adopter program, we had the opportunity to go actually to some of the Apple offices out in Cupertino. And as part of that, I actually insisted we all visited a Cargill plant that was 20 minutes away. Okay. And we had the designers actually sit and talk with the truckers while we were out there. Um, and it was an invaluable experience. Although I did have to give some of the Apple ladies a hard time. They did show up in heels. So like, we're going to a plant. But, so, uh, uh, Carrie, how did the truckers feel? Did they feel listened to? Did they feel respected? Were they excited to talk to a designer about something that would hopefully benefit them? What was the mood? Yeah, actually, we were pleasantly surprised with how interactive they've been. Um, they love being asked, you know, what is it like about your job? What do you like? What do you not like? Um, we had um, a couple of them that hung around for a very long time, and we actually had to say we had to go. Yeah. Um, but the fact that whenever you talk to any person and you ask them, you know, about their experience and how you can help make them better, they're mm-hmm. always going to open up to you regardless what their job is or what they do. It's a whole new world, isn't it, where we're actually asking people what they want. Does everybody know what, what, when you ask them what would make your job better and you build in the world delightful, the word delightful, do they say, what? How could you possibly? I'm a trucker. What's delightful? Do, do they, we're using that word in a business mm-hmm. sense, right? Yep. The, the goal is to make the experiences delightful, meaning happy, meaning receptive, meaning you want to come back and buy more, use more, do more. So do you think if you said to truckers, we want you to tell us what a delightful experience would be, do you think they would relate to that or did you? have to use a different word yeah with the drivers or with anybody um i usually say if you could change one thing about what you do today what would it be and why Um, and that usually starts the conversation so you don't have to specifically say delightful Mm -hmm. or any other it's just if you know based on what you do today uh, what would make your life better? And then why would that make you better? And that usually starts the conversation. And how often in life do people ask us that, right? Hans, from you, any, what did you say to the insurance salespeople? Did you say, right. what would make your life easier? No, I didn't say that. What did you say? I took them to Cupertino, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to ask if they were. Uh, wait a minute. Did the women salespeople wear heels, too? Uh, yes, actually, she was wearing heels. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. Now we know what not to wear to Cupertino. So what did, mm. what did you say to them? I said, uh, we go to Cupertino all together, mm-hmm. and then you tell these people what's happening in your world. And well, that was even completely unnecessary to say that because those Apple guys took care of that. So they asked questions like, what, how does your day look like? Ah. And then a sales guy starts talking about what he's going to do at his first appointment. No, 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 no. What is actually happening when you wake up? So that's also why I refer to waking up, because they mm-hmm. actually looked at the whole day of the guy yes, and then detailed that out. And then they came up with suggestions. Okay, then we can provide this kind of tooling. Then mm-hmm. we can provide this and then we can change that. And then we can really bring you into a mobile solution that actually from early morning to late night will support what you are doing. Exam- little examples like they have to travel from one appointment to another appointment. Mm-hmm. That means travel time is involved. Yeah. Well, I don't know how many times you have been in Manila. I've been a few times. I've never been able to predict how much time it takes me to get from A to B. New York is the same way. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Okay. So you need to have at least some idea of what's your travel time when you go from appointments with the first customer to the second customer. This app will provide that kind of details because 
actually the technology is all there just how do you provide it in a simple way and give access to that kind of information so the sales guy can anticipate and knows what's going to happen that those are real things that are delightful because yes. it takes him from the actually the the whole thing that is now different from what he's doing privately mm. blurs so he gets the same tools yes. to use in his corporate environment and do his job in a better way Right. as he is using for himself. Isn't that great? It that's sounds that's like delight, a, a win-win. Rick, you want to wrap now, this up? Any I will. Thoughts? I would like to just say one thing. The, the key, they both said Cupertino, and I do yes, want to explain a little bit of the pixie dust yeah. here. Yeah. Um, the partnership, it is about running a three-day workshop, and, and they just gave you snippets of what happens mm -hmm. in the workshop. But the beauty of the workshop that we actually do with Apple mm -hmm. and along with our global designers in, in a joint workshop is really focused on bringing the users together without management to yeah. focus on their actual job function, yeah. as you heard. So this can be done in Cupertino. It can also yeah. be done in London. It can be done in Waldorf. It can be done in our app houses. Um, but, it, but it really begins with having empathy for that particular mm -hmm. role and that job function and, and having that empathy to say, what can I do to really improve their life? And then it manifests itself into the design. Mm -hmm. So we're not starting with IT and then going to design and then going to the user. We're working it totally backwards. And the beauty of the SDK is then how do we unleash the power of SAP mm -hmm. in a beautiful and elegant mm -hmm. way for in a very simple way that creates an app that is just easy, intuitive for a user. And it sounds, we, we taught you a lot about partnerships here on Game Changers at Sapphire. And uh, we've been talking about what makes a good partnership. And at some, some of our conversations, we decided that a really great business partnership could be a model for a marriage. That <laughs> investing in a future, a common future, listening, caring, respecting, trusting, not being afraid to say, I want this, but I don't know if that'll work. Compromising, collaborating, so many things. And, and this sounds like to me that the partnership isn't just... Apple and SAP and Cargill and Aegeus, but it is also a partnership with your end users. And Rick, I'm going to add one more term for delightful. You said that you bring the users in without the management layer, and I'm guessing that that might be in a, a uniquely delightful experience as well. <laughs> Am I right? Where they can talk? Yes. Free. It's yeah. free? That's free. right. So you know what I'm going to do now? I'm going to thank the three of you so much. But before you go, before we do our closing call to action, I want to know how far did you travel to come to Sapphire Rick Knowles? Uh, two hours. And from where? From Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, glad. And how many times have you been to Sapphire, including this one? 19. Oh, you're... I'll, I'll tell you what the winner was, but you're, okay. you're up there. All you're right. in the top tier there. 19. And Carrie, where did you come from? I came from Minnesota, and um, this is only my second Sapphire. Well, wel welcome, welcome. <laughs> and Hans, sir, where did you come from? From Hong Kong. <gasps> how long was that trip? 13... 20 hours. Oh, my. You know, we almost need to make a variation, not how many sapphires have you attended, but how many hours did you spend <laughs> getting here? Way. Because yeah, I think he true. just won the prize for that. <laughs> so I want to say thank you to the three of you. Rick Knowles, Carrie Ingebrigtsen mm -hmm. from Cargill, and Hans von Vogelhauser. I did it again uh -huh. from Aegeus. And I want to say, you can look at the camera now, and I want to say to our listeners, <laughs> hey, fasten your seatbelt. What are you waiting for? Go out and be a game changer today. And a shout out to Gavin Quinn for joining us here in the studio today. Thank you. Go out and Thank be you. like Rick, be like Carrie, be like Hans. It's Game Changer time. Everybody wave. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.